This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio bringing you a weekly faith dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for the week of October 25th, 2020. Bishop Brennan desires to share with us each week the joy of the gospel and the splendor of truth and to encourage us to live and to share the gospel in our lives. Welcome, Your Excellency. Good morning. Well, good. I should say good day. <laughs> yes, good day. We have a, a big weekend ahead of us. We certainly do, and it's all about the saints. Mm. All about the saints. So we're, we have a, um, you might say, the home team is uh, rooting for us this week. Uh, that is a good thing. I know as uh, parents, we talk about what is the goal in our kids' lives, and it's time for us to reflect on what the goal should be in our children's lives and in our lives, and that is to be with our Father in Heaven eternally. Right, exactly, exactly, you know, to, to, and, to, and to help each other to get there. I was just talking to people, I, I was reminded of um, something, it, was, uh, 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 it, was a non, it comes from a non-Christian source in the, in the end, but it was a priest who shared it with me. He said, you know, when you look at this life, basically what we're doing is we're all just walking each other home. Mm. We're all walking each other home. And, you know, that this life, we, we do the best. We, we try to encourage each other, walk with each other, share each other's joys and sorrows. But in the end, we need to be leading each other to our heavenly home, to heaven. And, um, <clears throat> and so uh, this, this week we celebrate, first of all, we celebrate those who have made it to that heavenly home. We, we celebrate the saints who are in heaven. And maybe, you know, we think of the canonized saints, the people who um, made profound um, mocks in history along the way, people like St. Francis of Assisi. The, um, we think of the saints, um, who, people who were remarkable but maybe never had that opportunity you know, with, of canonization. But on the other hand, we think of some of the people who, in our heart of hearts, we know they're in heaven with God. People who have touched us, our lives, people who have inspired us, who have brought us closer to Jesus. And, um, and, and we feel a connection with them, you know. We know they're at the banquet, the eternal banquet of heaven. And every time we go to Mass, every time we go to the Eucharist, we too are at the... We, we, it's like we get to touch mm-hmm. that banquet of that same table. We're sitting at the same table with our loved ones who've made it to heaven. So, And yet we also know, we pray on Monday, we pray for all souls. <clears throat> and we pray especially for those who have died. We, you know, to tech, Generally, we pray for those who have died recently. We pray for those who have died in our families. And we recognize that our prayers for each other are meaningful both in life and in death. Mm-hmm. and that we pray for each other. We're connected by those bonds of love that God has created us. And um, so we need to pray them as they make that last part of the journey toward heaven. Um, pray. We pray for those who have died. Pray that, with, with confidence that God will have mercy. Um, we pray with hope that our beloved ones will are accepting of God's mercy, um, and we 
like and and that is it's an act of 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 hope an act of confidence and hope when we pray for those who have died um so all souls day has a more somber tone to it and yet really it's the heart of our faith mm-hmm. that we were made not for this earth we were made made not just for as the psalm says 70 80 90 whatever years we're made for eternity mm-hmm. we're made for eternity and the, the call of the gospel is to live our lives, you know, not for the sprint, but for the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> to be made, for, you know, and to keep our eyes fixed on the finish line, the on, on, on heaven, and to. But we need to pray with and for each other on this part of the journey here, and on the next part of the journey into heaven. There's a popularly held uh, belief that. There's no need for purgatory because Jesus would bring everybody to heaven. Uh, why do we have purgatory? When we, when we speak about purgatory, we're speaking about a transition from this life mm-hmm. into the next. Um, I know years ago Bishop Barron used this example. When you step out of a dark building and you walk into the light, the light is wonderful, but your eyes hurt. Mm. It takes some time to get adjusted. Mm-hmm. Purgatory, whatever it is, again, we, we, we're we walking by faith, not by knowledge. We're walking by faith. We, we're walking by re- what's been revealed to us. <clears throat> Purgatory is that transition from this life into the next. It's a, a purgation, an emptying, um, a cleansing. And so um, what purgatory is, is a, a certain amount of letting go of the things of this world to be ready for those of the next. Purgatory is um, being able, is, is, is being changed, being just like our bodies need to be adapted to go from one realm to another, so too our souls need to be. We're going to a new realm, a heavenly realm, and you know that it means getting rid of a lot of those earthly attitudes by which we try to we use to survive in this world. Things like pride and competition and judgment and jealousy, um, and you know maybe it's it's sometimes. It's hard to let go of those things in this world, so uh, there's something about that transition. And I, and I, I, I speak gingerly because I, I use categories like time, but we know that God is – eternity is outside of time. It's not a matter of really long. <laughs> it's outside of time. But, um, you know, we, we have to get rid of our that, those sinful selves. And I also think – there's something about being being forgiven, receiving merciful. That's not easy. Receiving mercy, it's not easy. And I, I, I sometimes imagine purgatory is that that ad- adaptation. You know, when you think about, you, you, we like being right. And I, you know, every, sometimes I think, oh, you know, I want to get to heaven and 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 show that I was right, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want to see these people condemned. Mm-hmm. And can I 
show mercy to those whom God has given mercy? Can I accept God's mercy in my for myself, and can I accept God's mercy for everybody else who gets it? Mm-hmm. That that requires a lot of letting go too. You know, it's like sometimes we think of heaven as being when okay, all the scores are settled. Um, basically, purgatory is that process by which we realize the scores don't need to be settled. Mm-hmm. This is and that divine mercy is more important than anything else. Um, you know, you said you, we started this part of the conversation by saying that Jesus brings everybody to heaven. He does, but we have to let ourselves be caught up with Jesus. And I think purgatory is that process. Whatever, however, God does it. By which God, by which we allow ourselves to be lifted up by Jesus, um, and and so uh, yeah, we do need to go through that um, transition. Mm-hmm. That's a long answer, but I think it's it's an important thing, and we need to, and, you know, we have the we, the prayerful support of the saints, and we have the prayerful support of each other. That's what all say Souls Day is about. That we can pray for those on that journey. All Saints Day uh, this Sunday, November 1st, and All Souls Day on Monday, November 2nd this week. Uh, And then Saturday, Bishop Brennan, we have the beatification of Father Michael McGivney, a great example of a priest and also an example of accompanying others uh, in fraternity. Exactly. So, um, so, you know, um, how, how great it is that we have this celebration this weekend so we uh, the beatification of an american priest on on the eve of all saints <laughs> just to kind mm-hmm. of it connects us to all the, these um the these mysteries so yes this is a big deal by the way you know certainly i'm a member of the knights of columbus um since i'm 20 years old and um a proud member of the knights i've i've, uh, I've enjoyed the support and the help of the knights in so many ways all throughout the years here in Columbus and, um, and back on Long Island. And um, I'm a proud knight, and I think the knights do some wonderful, great things and a tremendous witness. So for the knights, this is a big deal. But also for parish priests, Father McGivney will be really the first now to be beatified who was really a regular diocesan parish priest. We have had um, bishops, we've had missionaries, we've had religious. But in Father McGivney, we have a parish priest who um, <clears throat> worked in the late 1800s um, and um, worked to, uh, to to bring the sacraments. You know, he, he, his goal was simply to be a holy parish priest, to accompany people, to walk with people, um, he was the son of immigrant parents, and he walked with the immigrants who were struggling. And people, you know, think about the uh, time of the Industrial Revolution and and people who were working hard in the late 19th century to uh, to try to uh, get by in a world that wasn't terribly friendly to them, especially to Catholics. Um, he he just tried to walk with people and help people and encourage people to help each other. You know, it, it would have been easy to give in to grief, but he he helped people to help each other. And that was really what became the foundation of the Knights of Columbus. 
he was uh, all about uh, prayer himself, and but he was also about uh, involving the parish uh, family in games like men's baseball leagues and uh, centers for community life for families. So he was really uh, in the trenches. He was really in the trenches, and and he helped again. That that was where he was building that. You know, just recently Pope Francis wrote about for. For, uh, fraternity, um, we are all brothers and sisters. He was helping build that sense of fraternity, that sense of that we're all brothers and sisters with each other, that we as Catholics can help and support each other. And that doesn't mean just in tragedy. It means, like you say, with um, games, with softball, uh, with, with things that bring people together um, we need to be able to connect with each other in joy so that we are strong enough to be able to help each other in sorrow. Bishop Brennan, could you close us with your prayer and blessing? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We give you thanks, O Lord, for the beatification of soon-to-be-blessed Father McGivney. We ask you to inspire us by his holy zeal for your church and for your people. Help us to walk with each other with that same love for you and for each other and to achieve that heavenly homeland. We thank you, Lord, for the witness of all the saints. They inspire us by their holy lives. They pray for us on the way. And they bring us closer to you. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a weekly faith dialogue with Bishop Robert J. Brennan for the week of October 25th, 2020. Up next, Living the Catholic Life.